Hello and welcome to another episode of Block Talk. I'm your host as always, Michael Block. If you love the podcast, make sure you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode and leave a five-star review while you're there. I am so happy to share that this episode is sponsored by our friends over at Daft Boy. Daft Boy is an LGBTQ plus owned and operated startup based in San Francisco committed to creating high quality unique bands, accessories, and gear perfect for any occasion. Listeners of Block Talk can earn 15% off their purchase at daftboy.com with the code BLOCKTALK15. That's BLOCKTALK15 at daftboy.com. And as always, follow me on Instagram and TikTok at MichaelBlockTalk, on Twitter at BlockTalkNYC, and visit theaterinthenow.com for its news, reviews, and interviews. Ain't no party like a pop five party. S Club's back, Seacrest out, and Rihanna did the most by doing the least. It's time for the Pop 5 Weekly Wrap-Up. If a headline was made, and it's fair game for Shade. And joining this week is Mikey and Jane. How are y'all? Hello. I'm living the dream. Um, listeners, you can't see it, but Mikey has turned into a Pixar dad. Whatever. Um, what prompted this? I just decided that I needed a change, wanted to shave up and just live live a different lifestyle for a brief period of time. I do have to go full shave also for a show I'm doing where I have to play a high school student. Oh my so, God, I can't wait. And that's in May. So I'm like, I kind of have to get used to it. So I'm slowly working my way there. Listeners, I'm going to be so excited, so happy. I might actually be nice to Mikey for once. <laughs> Uh, Jane, you look like you work in a hospital. <laughs> well, it's my it's my cash tired couture, so <laughs> naturally, man. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, we'll be taking five pop culture topics, headlines, stories, and rather than the usual rapid fire, we're gonna break them apart and share our thoughts. There are lots of things happening on a given week, so some of your favorite moments might not be included. But if you want us to discuss something, reach out. Uh, DM me at Michael Block Talk on Instagram, no promises. Are you ready for this jelly? I don't think sure. I'm ready. Uh, Rihanna, you just won the Super Bowl. What are you going to do now? Have another baby. Our own Mikey promised that Rihanna was going to be announcing a tour at the end of the halftime show, but the only tour she's going on is the one around the nursery. Rihanna revealed that she is pregnant again, showcasing her baby bump seconds into her Super Bowl performances. Uh, while her performance seems a bit divisive, with some saying it was too boring, while others praised her ability to command a stage while doing the bare minimum, what was true is how deep her songbook truly goes. Uh, iconic music, y'all. The other one of the Super Bowl were the commercials. Highlights included Ben Affleck working at Dunkin', the Breaking Bad reunion for Popcorners, and John Travolta doing Grease with the boys from Scrubs for T-Mobile. Oh, and EVs are the cars of the moment. Timu was a Chinese shopping app that took over the game, and Tubi still sucks. And the Kansas City Chiefs beat the Philadelphia Eagles with Patrick Mahomes winning the MVP of the game. Um, did either of you watch the Super Bowl? Yeah, I did. Wow. Okay. Now, now let, let's break this apart. By watching the Super Bowl, did you go to a party? Did you eat buffalo chicken dip? What did you do? Uh, yes, I went to my friend's house. We had nachos, buffalo wings. I made brownies <laughs> and root beer floats. It was all awesome. Mikey, what about you? I was at a super party adventure 
um, or Super Bowl party adventure. It was half theater folks, half firemen. <laughs> How does that work? Uh, a theater per- a theater person married a fireman. Mm. That's how that works. Um, needless to say, there was two rooms, one with the television where we were cheering the sports, um, and then the other one where we were talking shit about theater. <laughs> I'm sure you could guess which room I was, was in until Rihanna sang. So I watched just <laughs> Rihanna sing. Well, let's talk about it. What did you think of the Rihanna concert and why did she have no surprises aside from a fetus? She didn't need them. Lady Gaga didn't have surprises when she performed. Because she's actually an icon. You need to, I'm going to need you to check yourself several seats. Several. Here's what I'll say. No, 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 several. The difference of Gaga and Rihanna is Gaga is not known for collaborations in the majority of her music. Rihanna does have a lot of collaborators in a lot of her big hits. But Rihanna was also giving us the full story of her pregnancy, of yeah. her insemination and the pregnancy and the child growing in her stomach. She was giving us the story moment. I don't know why Excuse you're me? coming for Miss Rihanna so hard. Wait, story moment. Jane, you saw a story? I didn't see a story. I saw a story. What was the story? It was all the little white people were the sperm and they were all competing for her. And then one of them finally got to her and that's when she put the cape on. Oh no, it was like a full like breakdown moment story. And once you like kind of is rewatch this proven, it, that or life, is this because you were stoned? No, I wasn't stoned. I didn't even drink. I was sober as a fucking bird. Okay. Um, well, <laughs> listen, I, you're over there calling Rihanna not an icon. Like she ain't fucking give us some of the biggest bops of the 2000s. Yeah, I mean, no, like we're she, talking she about that later. No, you said that now. Icon, not Rihanna, and that Gaga's an icon. You that came out of your mouth. No, so, I know. I I was making a reference to who we're talking about later on in the episode when you said the hits of the two thousands. Yeah. Listeners, get 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 ready. <laughs> um, now let, let's dissect the performance a little bit. What Rihanna did, I appreciate because that's how drag artists who can't dance should perform have people do the full dance around you you do it like bare minimum and you still look like a fucking icon performing that's how you do a performance she commanded that stage she also was singing live like yes there was a vocal background no 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 there's a lot of people saying that there was a background there was a background track all artists use it Mm -hmm. i can tell you from a husband who does this for a living all artists use a background track. He the number of tours he's put up with artists just using it because just you're not going to hit every note, and you want it to sound good. And sometimes you want background vocals that you do yourself on the album that you can't. You, you're not two or three people. You can only sing one line of song uh, at once. So that's true. It's, that's true. Like it because people were coming for her. They just they do not like to see black women succeed. Fair. Um, why no costume changes? There were a couple moments where I was like, there's a reveal coming and nothing. It's only 15 minutes. Jane, go back to almost every freaking female-led pop star Super Bowl halftime show. They give you costume changes. Who had a costume change? 
Katy Perry had a lot. Oh, she did. Madonna, Beyonce. Beyonce just Janet Jackson. (laughs) J-Lo and Shakira, they all do it. Yeah, but Beyonce just had like a coat and a skirt that she could easily take off. Would you consider that as a costume change? No. But we're also so used to Drag Race where like everything needs a reveal or it's not good. So like, let's not critique it. Well, but that's the thing. It's the production of it is when you have all your um, marshmallow men uh, doing their puffer coat thing in the the line, then you're zooming in, you're zooming in, you're zooming in and there should be a reveal. There's something, something different has to be there. Well, That's she, the production. she put a coat on. She had a costume change. She put a coat on. If we're using Beyonce taking a skirt off as a costume change, then she put a coat on. She had a costume change. Well, she was wearing a coat. No, she wasn't. She put in a long coat, a floor length. She did, yeah. In the, in the end. She did put a floor length on. So yeah. by okay, your logic, fine. she had a costume change. <laughs> okay. Um, what was your favorite song from her set list, Jane? Oh, the intro when she sang, bitch better have my money. <laughs> bitch better have my fucking money. <laughs> I'm like, um, Mikey, uh, what was your favorite? Bitch better have my money. <laughs> she started that. Bitch better have my money. Dun, dun, dun. Strong. Bitch Strong have- opening. Obsessed. That's how you fucking do it. It was between that or I, I thought she was gonna do oh na na dun dun. <laughs> oh na na dun dun. Oh na na dun dun. What's my name? What's my name? <laughs> uh so listeners, I think Mikey has performed Rihanna's halftime show in his living room since Sunday. <laughs> Obviously. How can you not? I I really liked it. The fact that she was fucking full vocals. The fact that she was fucking up there, like super doing, smash brothering. She was living her, she was living a good story. She was giving me the moment. I don't necessarily need all this like crazy spectacle shit. Like, I didn't love Katy Perry's. I felt it was too much. I liked Gaga's, but only because that whole jump from the roof thing was really cool. But like, I think some of the more simple ones where you can really hear the vocals and like really enjoy the music, that's fantastic and all the old white boomers were triggered by this so what's not to love by this performance beyonce was the best performance oh i'll give you that beyonce's was fantastic it was the perfect blend of collaboration of music choice of performance and spectacle like beyonce did a great job not everyone's gonna be beyonce also jay-z owns the super bowl show rock nation manages it and jay-z's company is rock nation so obviously beyonce is gonna have the best super bowl they're going to put the most money into. But Rihanna's under Jay-Z's. Oh, for sure. Yeah. For sure. But he's not married Listen, to Rihanna. The man was in the building. The man was in the building. Why couldn't he umbrella Ella Ella with her? I've, I've seen Jay-Z live. I'm not impressed. I oh, really? I hear he's. A long time ago. I hear he's phenomenal. Um, I saw On the Run with him and Beyonce. and was not impressed really with either of them. But I think that that's because it was more Jay-Z's tour than her tour. Like she didn't do any of her hits. So they, she really just came out to sing on the run and like maybe a song or two different. It was mostly Jay-Z's classics and on the run. I thought it would be at least a 50-50, but. It, it wasn't really. We're going to put a pin on the halftime show for a second. Let's discuss the commercials. Any favorite commercials or celebrity appearances? Oh, oh boy. I don't. 
Um, I think my favorite, and I, it really got underreported because it was not as strong as it could have been, was basically Eminem's trolling conservative America and saying, fuck you, they're back. <laughs> um, I remember the Ben Affleck one, which I'm like, ugh, whatever. I thought that was hilarious. Yeah, a um, lot of Timu commercials, which um, is funny because my friend is an avid shopper for them. <laughs> Well, I, I mean, let's 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 dissect this a little bit. Uh, my mom was like, "Oh, I'm going to go download it," and then I was like, "Okay, hold on." And then I researched it, and Timu is a Chinese app um, where you're basically getting it from sweatshops. So I'm not sure Timu is the app that you really want to download, but they got people uh, to inquire about it at least. I think it's better than the other, um, like of those like fast shopping like apps like yeah. Xi'an or wish list or something like that for my mom the second she read that it, you can't re- do return she's like i'm out can't do it <laughs> um so i was like smartly we're not doing that um what else so like when it, we're, we didn't get a lot of beer commercials but we did get one amazing beer commercial which was the um miller light versus bud light which actually was a blue moon commercial yes i thought that, that was that one was fabulous funny. so funny <laughs> uh mikey are you intrigued now to buy an ev because apparently all cars are now evs i've wanted electric vehicle i want so the volkswagen the volkswagen uh bus is coming back as electric in 2024 2025 you I would really want it because i just i just want to like live my scooby-doo fantasy in an electric vehicle um i did not watch literally any of the commercials the only one i saw was tubies which like, ha, what a joy that was. And the number of DV calls that we got from that commercial. The Super Bowl has the highest rate of domestic violence calls afterwards because of how people behave. And that Tubi commercial literally saw a massive increase around that time because of people thinking they actually were having the channel switch. So like, hmm, Tubi, not a, not a great choice. It ain't trolled everyone. It was it was a prank that I don't think was smart or warranted. No, people act the fucking fool at the Super Bowl already, and you're gonna like do that. You know, Not it. I don't get why people are obsessed with commercials like during the um Super Bowl. I'm like, I hate commercials, and it's like also my opportunity for a bathroom bit break. So it's the biggest because you enjoy the watched- sports part. Um, I wasn't paying any attention to it. <laughs> so well, go the, to the bathroom then. The Super Bowl is one of the most viewed, per- like performances, one of the most <laughs> viewed um, uh, uh, television events, at, like of the year. So if you oh. want your product, see- yeah, it has the highest viewership of anything. Um, I think it was seven million per uh, ad spot. Yep. Oh. And then the church did the 20 million ad spot that I've been seeing about. It's like, it's wild. The amount of people that fight to get ads in there and like the amount of money that's thrown around because it's so widely viewed and why there's specific ads that are like just for the Super Bowl. And meanwhile, Timu had how many um, ads in like one ad, like 15 times. Yeah, they, they definitely had multiple ones. Oh, the Bradley Cooper ad was kind of funny. That was very funny. That was very yeah. cute. The, the T-Mobile one. one. 
Um, let's go back to the halftime show. We've discussed it before, but who would you like to see perform next year? And why is it Miley and Dolly with the Whitney Houston hologram to close out with I Will Always Love You? Wait, why the fuck was I thinking Miley Cyrus? Why the <laughs> fuck was I like, I, I said, would love I said to it see the Miley. That, I said it the second the show was over. I said, Miley, Dolly, it helps every conservative be happy because they're going to get their country music. All of the uh, Gen Z going to get their Miley um, and then I'm telling you, with the amount of money and the things that technology can do, do a mashup of Wrecking Ball, I Will Always Love You, close it out with a Whitney Houston hologram. Boom. <laughs> There's a show. Um, but Miley's not that huge for, like, Super Bowl. She's not, like, she's huge, but she's not, Not like, for Super Bowl. Yeah, not for Super Bowl huge. You, so you're going to tell me that Shania Twain at the time is bigger than Miley Cyrus currently? Yeah. Yeah. Not a chance. Should I explain um, has legacy on her? Miley does yeah. not have legacy. That's um, why I'm saying it's not just Miley. It's Miley and Dolly. Because after the NBC um, but uh, but New Year's Eve thing, they did prove that people went over and watched them instead. But whose performance is it mostly? Like, would you consider it a Miley so, but, Cyrus but performance? Or like Shakira, I, Shakira and J-Lo. It was half that was half. a 50-50 because that was yeah, billed that was, as 50 You could do the two. You could, right, let them co-headline it. I, that's what I'm saying. I'm not saying Miley solo. I'm saying Miley and Dolly. Share, bitch! <laughs> you want a lip-sync show? Let's do it. Uh, do you believe in my no, no, it's Cher doing ABBA. That's the only thing. You could see. Listen, I've seen Cher do ABBA. It's fucking incredible. <laughs> exactly. Um, no, um, okay, I, fine. Listen, Who else? unpopular opinion. Chris Stapleton would kind of fucking slap. I'm not going to lie. Um, he's I'd got, rather get, gouge my eyes out. He's got an incredible voice. I don't necessarily love his music, but he's just got such an incredible voice. Like the fucking weekend did it. And I don't like the weekend's voice so you're but saying okay let's go back to good. legacy you're saying the weekend has a bigger um uh, a legacy than miley cyrus does no the weekend has a bigger fan base than miley cyrus does it's true it, girl i'm trying um, i'm listen i love miley i would love to see miley do it i love your idea i'm just telling you i don't think they're gonna go Billboard that put her out there as an option i think that we're the billboard knows all i think that <laughs> we are more likely to see Dolly Parton as a solo doing it than Miley and Dolly as a co-headline. Um, they always do someone like kind of unexpected for like Super Bowl, like um, who's like still current, but like- well, That's why Dolly would be unexpected because she doesn't perform live much. I feel like it would be someone like Lenny Kravitz or something. He, he's shown up for somebody. Yeah, he's done oh, it he before. Oh. Not like a, not a headline, but he showed up as like a- cameo moment oh, I um i just had a name in my brain and now oh taylor swift i think we're gonna see at some point soon now that she's out of her contract where she couldn't do it i think we're gonna see her in the next few years be i, cons- would, I wouldn't up. be surprised yeah um what about s club seven no how about just a tribute to British girl boy groups? So S Club 7 and Steps. There, boom, there's our show. No, you're more likely to get the Spice Girls with Posh than you are to get S Club 7. It's they don't have secret. enough. They it's don't have enough. Super it's called Super Bowl, Michael, not Super Rock Talk. So. 
listen, I am the king of the world, so I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay, Jeremy um, Jordan. Let's, <laughs> let's move on to our next topic. See Chris out. After six years, the American Idol host is leaving one of his many jobs at Live with Kelly and Ryan. The bittersweet departure comes before the launch of American Idol live shows in Los Angeles this spring. Seacrest will be replaced permanently by longtime sub and Kelly Ripa's bitch, Mark Consuelos, a.k.a. her husband. Um, Now, here's what I'm going to say. The shocking part of the story, as I did my research for the story, um, I just learned that Ryan Seacrest is 48 years old and Kelly Ripa is 52 years old. What even is time? Ryan Seacrest is only 48? Only 48. <laughs> I thought he was older. I thought he was I thought he was younger, but um that man's gonna be 50. He doesn't look like he's gonna be 50, but I mean let's be real, Botox helps. When you have money, you can look young and beautiful forever. Look at Jane Fonda. <laughs> Rude. I love Jane Fonda. Jane Fonda's fully admitted she's had work she won't tell you what she's done but when i go and i get to her age i want to look as good as her i need to know who her surgeon is so Did i you can watch 80 for brady no and i want to so badly it Did you looks watch the 80 so... for... what did you watch the 80 for brady special on tricks and mattel's youtube <laughs> no <laughs> so unhinged it's hilarious um i would Love go it. watch it it's it's worth it um now between hosting american idol and his radio show do you think leaving his nyc gig means he's slowing down or do you expect more work out of ryan seacrest in hollywood do we care (laughs) i mean like i'm gonna be real what has he done besides be a talking head for like the last like 30 years that like in in uk that that's your entire life like there are tv show presenters that are bigger names than actual celebrities because of all the work that they do it's a it's Uh, a big deal to be a long-standing tv show presenter i guess i mean i don't know i'm just not like into the whole ryan seacrest thing because you hate twinks i don't hate twinks stop spreading falsehoods lies and right. untruths. Would you consider Ryan Seacrest a twink? No. Yeah. Never. He was never a twink. No. No. What was he then? A pain in the ass. <laughs> well, he likes it up the ass, I'm sure. Um, Let's not do that. No, no, no. No, no, of course not. Uh, Mikey likes up the ass too. Um, I can't fucking stand Are you, you going to watch America? I'm going to fight you. No. American Idol died when, when Paula left. Um, yeah, who's even on it anymore? Katy Perry, Luke Bryan, and Lionel Richie. Oh, still? Yeah. yeah. I, I will that. say, it briefly revived when Mariah Carey and Nicki Minaj were on there fighting with each other. <laughs> it's true. It is true. Um, now, let's say the opportunity comes where um, you had a morning chat show. And you get to have a celebrity be your co-host. Who do you want your co-host to be? Mikey, you can go first on this one. I don't, you're throwing me such a question. A co-host on a celebrity talk show. Um, like, what's the topic? Like, are we going to be like It's like live with Kelly and Ryan. So. Or are we going to be like No, it's, it's like Kelly and Ryan. You're, you, you get I've never watched Kelly and Ryan. I don't know what's going on on that show. They bring on celebrities and interview them like, it's a late night show but it's in the morning 
you have coffee instead of booze. What? Ew, David. Um, actually, speaking of, Dan Levy would be fun. I think Dan Levy and I would have a good key. Um, I also would have fun with a drag queen. Very much like the, the hey queen. Yeah. Like, like I could do that vibe. Like I could do that. I even have the mustache he has. I could do that shtick. <laughs> I could do that shtick. That would be fun. No, like, uh, girl, slap up listen, with a drag he, queen. I think he's one of the, he's such a bad host, an interviewer, but whatever. That's my own. Oh, a hundred percent agree. A hundred percent agree. I'm just saying like, I could come for her gig and like do it better. I'm coming for a gig now, actually. Jane, who's your co-host? Oh, um, you had time to think, so I want a brilliant name here. Maybe Paul Rudd. Okay, so this is crazy because I have my person in mind, and there is a story that happened uh, yesterday, actually, with Paul Rudd. Um, so Paul Rudd was doing a BBC One talk show in the UK, promoting obviously Ant Man and the Wasp: Quantum Mania. And they were doing a segment called Agony Ant-Man where people would call in with their complaints or problems and he would give advice, whatever. And someone called in and said, what would you do if your friend for over 20 years was in town in your country but didn't tell you they were there? Um, and he gets upset. He's like, uh, I don't know. I would never do that. Blah, I, I, I would hope they would respect it, blah, 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 blah. Turns out it was a prank on him as his friend of 20 years was calling to say, why didn't you tell me you're coming in? <laughs> um, and that person would be the person I would want to do a chat show with. Her name is Olivia Coleman. I love Olivia Coleman. <laughs> oh my God, did you watch Empire of Light yet? I have not, not yet. Talk about I can't believe she snub. wasn't nominated, but- Fu- Fucking um, incredible snub. I love her so much. I think she would be so much fun to have as a co-host for a chat show because- she would be, she would be, just give you quips. She would, like, she's so much fun. I enjoy Olivia Coleman. Uh, oh. I also want to get, like, pissed with her. So that's <laughs> what I would do Adele. Want, girl. Adele is Adele. Funny. Adele would be fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, from her house. <laughs> My house. Um, Adele would be fun. Adele would be fun. I think Adele and Alan Carr would have a great uh, talk show together because mm-hmm. they're best friends. Yeah. Are they? He got married in her garden. She officiated the wedding. Good for him. Yeah, it's a very lovely, fun story. Um, but yeah, Ryan Seacrest leaving live with Kelly and Ryan. Um, how sad are we? Not at all. Oh, but let's just discuss Markham Swales for a second. Mikey, I know you're a big, big fan of um, Riverdale. I love Riverdale. So I love you, you, you're a fan of his you, like what a waste of a fucking character well i've not seen recent seasons of riverdale no this he came in what se- third season no 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 I, I mean i haven't seen i think oh. since he left i stopped watching well regardless like the character was just like meh it was um weird it was a weird arc it started strong and then it puttered out but a lot of riverdale started strong and putters out uh, like Chad Michael Murray trying to fly a rocket to the moon that he built himself. <laughs> Choices. It's camp, though. It's like you watch that show because it's pure camp. Well, in the first season, I only saw the first season because I like binged it, but um, I feel like it had like David Lynchian like ambiance yes. to it. 
which I kind of liked. And then I, I didn't really pick up like the seasons after that, but I kind of enjoyed it. It's very queer baby, but uh, the first oh, season is the only good season, and the queer baby becomes actual queer storyline. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. It's very like and 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 women on women, like which you don't normally see with queer story. Like good, good, like women loving women storylines. Um, like that was the strongest part of the show was the um choney relationship well speaking of women on women let's move on to our next topic uh this valentine's day was a wild one for america's hottest couple as they may or may not have celebrated it together as a couple despite one half of the party being completely wiped out of the other half's instagram weird love am i right well reports came out earlier this week that megan fox and machine gun kelly had split as fans noticed fox removed all semblance of machine gun kelly from her instagram this comes as the couple had a recent dispute but Fox is not giving up on the relationship. And yes, Mikey, that face you just made, I just called Machine Gun Kelly a lesbian. It was revealed that Fox found Kelly's DMs, which have caused speculation that the rocker was having an affair with his guitarist, Sophie Lloyd. So make your predictions. Will they or won't they? Um, I need them to simply do it because I think they would make the hottest baby ever. Like that baby would be stunning. Why do people find Machine Gun Kelly hot? I don't. Get I don't know. I don't know. I don't like people with tattoos, but I find him so fucking attractive. I don't, I don't get understand it. why people think he's attractive. He's not. He I, is though, girl. He's attractive. <laughs> I, y'all, the, the 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 taste is lacking. Look, I just I mean, don't know. I, I, I don't know like, why I'm so aroused. <laughs> I don't either, girl. <laughs> it's the appeal. Like, I mean, personality-wise, like, dude is, like, dumb as a doornail. But, like, um, but he has a lot of, like, sex appeal. Like, whatever he's doing, it's kind of working. It's almost like, and I, 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 I don't want to say queer baiting because it's not necessarily what it is, but he is in touch with, a different side of gender especially in the way he presents himself in the fashion and the and the hair and the nails like he'll tap into the things that are are taboo for men to do but he does it in a way that's just so appealing and and unique and 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 i think the difference is if machine gun kelly didn't have the side piece known as megan fox i don't think people would accept it as much because it would fall into the harry styles world well, both no. of them are very alternative, him and Megan. Yeah. Yeah, he's very, he's more like punky than like Harry Styles. Like, like Machine Gun Kelly is more edgy. And he also like definitely caused a lot of like spectacle, like back in the day when he said he could out-rap Eminem. And then Eminem was like, no, you can't. And that's why we don't have a Machine Gun Kelly hip-hop album anymore. So and that's why he's not doing hip-hop anymore. Um, because Eminem destroyed it. <laughs> but, yeah, um, he's just tabloid father. Yeah, which is fine. Which is fine. Um, but again, it's, it's, just, it's the way he presents himself that I think is so different and unique. Because, again, in the hip-hop world, 
a man with nails that that would be destroyed um so i i, I don't know there's something appealing because he does get away with a lot of shit um now jane if he's single are you ready to mingle um yeah just mingle for like a night <laughs> okay okay like, there it is you go home you i was about to be concerned <laughs> mikey what about you are you gonna mingle for a night? Hell no. No. okay fine yeah. megan fox is single are you gonna mingle for a night that i might do i yeah. might mingle with Ms. megan fox and watch jennifer jennifer's body together yes <laughs> dream come true she ate she ate in that movie and i will hear no other things other than she ate remember when she was a sitcom star was she oh yeah that's how she made her start so with pamela anderson yeah that was the moment in time um yeah, Megan Fox was on, what was it? It was an ABC show. Let me figure it out. It was an ABC show that I watched. Um, well, listen. Hope and Faith. Also- Hope and Faith. Hope and Faith. We're bringing it all back to Kelly Ripa. Oh, my God. I'm going to throw you. Didn't she meet Brian Austin Green doing that show? I think so. She was with him for a while. Yeah. <laughs> Wild times. <laughs> Ryan Austin Green, he's always someone I forget about. And then he pops up like a fucking like jump scare. They were married. Uh, yeah, and he's still a jump scare girl. Um, now, what's your favorite Megan Fox movie, Jane? Uh, we know what Mikey's is. Oh, she did that movie with... Um... The Ninja Turtles? Yeah, she did. <laughs> Transformers. <No. laughs> um, it's with John Hamm and... Uh, Adam Scott. It's an indie movie. I think it's like Friends and Family or something. It, it was actually like really good. It's sad, but she had like a bit part in it though. And I think Maya Rudolph's in it. Interesting. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Make the predictions. Are they going to get back? Are they going to stay together? Or are they going to be done? I think the better prediction is do I care? Yes, you do, because now that we've introduced this into the um, docket of things we talk about on the podcast, we're going to be discussing them no matter what. Oh, for fuck's sake, girl. I think it'll be a benefit situation. Like, they'll be together. Like, they'll try to work it out, call it quits, reunite like 20 years later, and then get married. I have suspicions Benifer is fully for the public and not for either of them. I agree. Why? Because Ben's gay? Kidding, kidding. No. Girl, you need to stop with this. Every straight man you want to sleep with is gay. They're not gay. You want to sleep with Ben Affleck? Ew. I don't want to sleep with Ben Affleck, but he I want has the to sleep with ben I Affleck. want the fantasy of Ben Affleck and Matt Damon being together a reality. Girl, I need you to calm yourself. Are you excited for the um, Michael Jordan Nike movie? Speaking of Ben Affleck and Matt Damon. They're a what? Did you not see that trailer during the Super Bowl? Girl, I did not watch the sports <laughs> ball, but Rihanna. Um, also, do you know what movie I'm actually so fucking excited for? I saw the trailer for it yesterday. Cocaine Bear. No. 
Um, 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 hold on. What's that one where Jennifer Lopez is dating with Jennifer Coolidge and they're on the island and it's an action movie, but it's also a shotgun, shotgun wedding. Shotgun it's already wedding. out. No, I'm saying the trailer is not out. The trailer the, for this movie. It better not be the flash. Nope. I was about to fuck. I was about to fuck you up. Yeah, I was going to um, say. Mr. Taron Egler. Is that oh, Taron Egerton. Tetris. Tetris. Fucking Tetris. I cannot wait. That movie looks brilliant. Tetris. And don't tell me you've never played Tetris. No. What's Tetris? <laughs> Is that that? They made a movie out of the yes, game. Yes, about the yeah. making of Tetris. It's incredible. Oh, it looks oh so it's about the making of Tetris. Oh, I was like, I was, yes. I was no, on like, that track like, with you, Jay. I was like, no, thank you, no, thank you, Mikey Fox and shit. Like, that's when they made no, the Battleship so, like, basically, movie. Basically, Tetris was made during the Cold War, and like, it was a whole, like, issue it looks so good i'm so very excited for it uh because they they do the um uh like the eight bit sound uh the song final countdown and then intersplice it with the tetris music oh the trailer looks so good i can't wait so um are we gonna see taron edgerton get his flowers this year or well technically next year but this year is she gonna get an oscar nomination for this shit it's possible, um, though. Yeah, it's possible because it is an Apple TV Plus movie, um, and we know how Coda turned out. So, it's possible. All right. Well, all right then. Speaking of things from my childhood, don't stop, never give up, hold your head high, and reach the top. That's right, '90s kids. S Club Seven is bringing it all back to you again. S Club 7 announced that they will be reuniting for a 25th anniversary tour in Europe. For those who live in a world of nostalgia, will remember that S Club 7 was a band created in 1998 by former Spice Girls manager Simon Fuller. The group rose to fame with their hit kids sitcom Miami 7 or S Club 7 in Miami as we had it in the States on Fox Family. The group disbanded in 2003 but came together for a 2014 Children in Need performance. Um, let's discuss it. What is your favorite S Club 7 song? Mikey, go. Do not leave me on sound here, people. Girl, furious. Girl, girl, girl. They sang Never Had a Dream Come True, right? Yes, they did. That's it then. Girl, we'll go with that, that one. That was yeah. my eighth grade dance song. Never had a dream come true. All right. Yeah, that's it. Jane, your favorite S Club 7 song? I don't know who they are. Okay, so let's discuss this. Um, the three of us are within the same generation, I would say, in age. But for, but three different. How old do you think I am, Michael? Don't you dare. Um, do you want me to answer that? I don't think so. So this was like ninety nine, ninety eight, and around that area, I would have been like middle end of middle school, starting high school in, in a year or two. And what year? Ninety-eight. Um, Ninety-eight, ninety-nine. I started high school in two thousand one. Uh, Mike was a baby. I was literally ten. No, maybe yeah, I was around 10, 11, 2001. Oh, you a zygote. She's a child. <laughs> uh, Jane, you don't need to announce your age, um, but you said this was not what you were listening to at the time. But it would have still been in your demographic of. Course. just because it's in my de- demographic doesn't mean that it's like good <laughs> oh wow 
<laughs> oh wow, those were shots. I mean, <laughs> I mean, because look, they were I, around the same time as like Spice Girls and that's and uh, yes, Steps I, I know who Britney they Spears and all them. Yeah, I know who they who they are, but they weren't like a huge spectacle like Spice Girls and Britney Spears and stuff. Like they weren't on the radio like every five minutes or anything. Exactly. I, I know who they, they were are. On, Dis- on Radio Disney. Because oh, you made it. Yeah, if you got a radio radio um, did you watch Fox Family? Do you remember that channel? I do remember Fox Family. I did not really watch a lot of programs on it. So, did were they a show and a band? Correct. Oh, okay. Like, like yeah, the Monkeys. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah, like I- they had their band persona characters on the tv show but they were characters but really they're real people too gotcha. use the same names and everything. yeah um, i mean the uh, like and also at the time like i was like a stupid punk kid so i didn't listen to any of that shit now jane you said you're a stupid punk kid are there photos can we see them i think i'll I release did. them <laughs> <laughs> um i think i did posted some on the instagrams uh, so at this time, who would you have been listening to? Is it like Green Day, um, Green Soundgarden, Day. Smashing Pumpkins? Yeah, like at that time, I think it was like my hardcore days. So like I Red Hot Chili Peppers. <laughs> no, I listened to like a lot of like New York hardcore, like Sick of It All, H2O, and like System of Ad- Down. Um. No, I wasn't a System of a Down fan. I like Deftones. I didn't really like any of that okay. metal shit. And then you, I'm assuming like the alt pop, you didn't do like Sum 41, Simple Plan, uh, no. Nickelback. No. no. The Canadians, you didn't do them. Although I did. Mikey um, loves Nickelback. I did see Sum 41 up for the Mighty Mighty Boston's a long time ago when I did wow, see the Boston. This motherfucker wants to square up in the parking lot. Look at I do not like fucking Nickelback. I need you to stop. <laughs> I need you to stop wholeheartedly. We're gonna square up, Michael Block. Next time I see you, we're gonna fucking square it. He could have said Creed. Creed's at least better it's than wide, fucking arms Nickelback. wide open. What? I think they're both. <laughs> oh, Creed's still not great. It's at least more respectable. Death Trap is that. still in the media, though. He, that man is out of control. Boomst. Scott's Trap. The lead singer Creed. Oh, he's like cuckoo bird bananas. Yeah, I don't crazy. know people like that from the from the late 19th century, 20th century. <laughs> um who can name all seven members of S Club Seven? You girl, that's it. <laughs> the she's the one look, look, at, look at my the background. You can't tell alone. me who those people are. Um <laughs> so you know Buffy the Vampire Slayer fates on the end. Um I'm pretty sure the two on the right, the little, the blonde one and the brunette, the dirty blonde one, and then the middle blonde one, those three women were, are all now Fox News contributors. Um, that's, James Corden, that's James Corden in the back um, from before he had his talk show. Uh, David Hasselhoff's in the middle. And... Um, Yeah, I can't. Jay-Z. Um, yes, Jay-Z. <laughs> yeah, like, right. I said, is this the Spice Girls and the Wiggles? <laughs> no, it's Rachel Stevens, Hannah Spirit, John Lee, Paul Catermull, 
Bradley McIntosh, Joe Amira, and Tina Barrett. I like my seasons was on Strictly Come, <laughs> Strictly Come Dancing. Joe Amira was on uh, Celebrity Big Brother. It's fine. It's fine. Wait, no, that blonde um, one now, the one in the middle now, I remember. She reminds me of one of those Real Housewives. I think she's Erica Jane. Oh, love oh, Erica boy. Jane, even though she's kind of crazy. There we go. I, I made all, all the need S to Club go 7. watch videos. <laughs> go watch videos of S Club 7, and then you're going to um, bring it all back to me and be like, yeah, they were great. Wonderful. Michael, you'll never have that dream come true. Only. No, ever since I met you. You can keep oh, reaching. You can keep reaching for it. Though. I will reach for the stars. Um, let's do our final topic. Barney <laughs> is a dinosaur from our imagination, but Mattel has given the big purple dino a makeover as he's about to get the reboot treatment. The beloved and reviled character will have a brand new franchise launching in 2024 with a preschool animated series. Yes, that's right. Gone are the days of a human person in a giant T-Rex costume. In addition to the series, Mattel has announced there will be films, YouTube content, and yes, apparel and accessories for adult fans. Why do you think Barney is coming back for a new generation of youths? And don't you dare, either of you, tell me neither of you watched Barney as a child. That was definitely way after my time. I was, like, older when Barney came out. Listen, I watched Barney as a child. I can't tell you a single thing about the show. My most vivid memory of Barney is from Jurassic Park 3, when they're, like, dying on the boat, and they call... And then the little boy picks up and he's watching Barney. And they're like, give the phone to your mom. And he's like, nah, bitch, I'm gonna watch Barney. And like hops along with it. Like, that's my vivid memory of it. Um, I hate that they're doing animation because it's just, it's that cheap, like kids show animation. It's gonna make money. That's why they're doing it. That's why they're rebooting it. It's gonna make money and they're doing cheap animation. And parents are gonna have the nostalgia factor. Of, I watched Barney as a kid. So now my kids can watch Barney. And it's that like shitty like full computer animation you can do like a full season of recording the audio recording in like an afternoon so it's cheap they don't need to pay people a lot of money and they can get a cheaply made show thrown on the tv that will make them lots of money what network is barney going to be on i'm it's probably going to be a streaming service uh, most likely probably yeah um, now, now, Jane, let, let's discuss this. You say you were too old for Barney. What did you watch instead? At that time, like, uh, I think, like, Nicktoons was, like, the ish. So I watched, like, you know, Doug, Rugrats, Ren and Stimpy. Um, remember, like, Snick? Like, Are You Afraid of the Dark, Roundhouse, and stuff? Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, Barney was more of like the educational like toddlers. So I, I definitely was way too old for that. Now, if you went to a drag show and the drag queen wanted to play a really sick joke and say, okay, you're you're playing a game, lip sync for your life. And the song was, I love you. Jane, could you do the lip sync? I could do the lip sync. I know, I know, like I am aware of like what Barney is and like, the whole cultural phenomenon of it. Mikey, could you do it? A hundred percent. Those songs were everywhere, girl. Like you can tell, you cannot tell me that you don't know the music either. Also, like, oh, of course, I, I, so I grew easy. up with Barney. I, I, I was about six years old when Barney came out. I, that was the show that I watched. That was my childhood. Um, will BJ and Baby Bach make appearances too? Who are they? 
BJ or, and Baby Bop. Baby Bop um, was the sister of BJ. Like they were the friends. The the um is Baby orange Bop dinosaur the, and the um the green one. Yeah. Okay, you have to do it like that for me because like I literally I was young. I don't remember this shit. I know Barney because it was like the face of it. But like the other friends he hung out with, I don't know their names. You're gonna well, have to be like the green dinosaur, the, the friends, orange dinosaur. Speaking of the friends, do you think? Yes. There will be cameo. Oh, okay. I think they're going to be right. It's, it's going to be the same shit. No, no. That's You just said yes to what I was about to ask. You have no idea what I was about to ask. Perfect. <laughs> I was going to ask, do you think we'll have cameos from previous stars, Selena Gomez and Demi Lovato? Yes. They were on it? You? Yeah, they were. That's where they made their debut. Not Disney Channel. It was Barney. Oh. That's how they became friends, was Barney. Ew. Yep. I do think so. I still stand I think by that. If it's all voice work, yeah, they're going to make a cameo. I guarantee you. It's easy to have. They'll, like, be, they'll, they'll play like parents or something. Or they'll just come on and be like, hi, it's pop star Selena Gomez as a Barney character. Or they're going to be a couple. No. Or they're it's progressive. Like we love it. Or they're going to contribute a song or something. Yeah, they're going to do something. Why not? Selena Gomez sings the Barney theme song. That's what we all deserve. It will be. That's not what anyone deserves. Why? (laughs) Because that's then your career is over. And she's currently uh, she's really moving more in the direction of acting, though. Like she's like Little Miss, like gonna get herself an actor. Uh, She wasn't really an actor. actor. So now you're shitting on Wizards of Waverly Place. I a hundred percent. Excuse me. What? Oh, Jane. We're just coming from Michael Block's edges today, and I'm elated. He's been coming hard for Wizards of Waverly Place was Selena Gomez's big show on Disney Channel. And it was not good, because it was over Disney acting. She's learning how to be a serious actress now. Um, I will say she is the weakest part of only murderers in the building, but that's not saying much when you're alongside two of the like of course. best Very comedic actors, actors of all time. But, and and, and she's holding her own. Harder for her. Season three is going to be harder for her. With I know Jane's blood. co-host is there. Yeah, it's true. Um, I'm very excited though. Um, so here, here, here's the here, here's my conundrum. Here's the question. I would my question would be like, what shows from your childhood would you like to see rebooted? But a lot of them still exist. Like Sesame Street has never gone away. It's never going away. Blue's Clues has not gone away. It's changed animation styles, but it's still there. Are there other childhood shows from like the 90s that could come back? Blue's Clues got rebooted though. I don't think it got rebooted. It got retooled. It got reanimated. It was always there. It never really left. I want Hannah Montana as an HBO show. <laughs> As a gritty put Hannah Mon- HBO no, no, show. No. Put Hannah Montana in season three of The White Lotus. <laughs> I want Hannah Montana as a gritty, like, HBO Showtime television program. Um, like, all of those Disney Channel shows from, like, that Hannah Montana time. I'd like them all now as, like, gritty, like, HBO dramas. It's like so the Sweetie Life thing is and Cody? Zach and Cody own the hotel now? No, they're like, one of them's like a drug dealer. And then one of them's like a NASA scientist. They haven't spoken for years. And then they come together because mom has died. And then they realize that there's still hijinks to be ensued. And like, they rebuild their relationship and help teach the what the smart one that like, there's more to life than just like being smart and teach the drug dealer that like, you shouldn't be dealing drugs because it's bad. And like, 
Now, now, Jane, you do know what Sweet Life of Zack and Cody is, yes, right? No, no. I know what it me. is, but bring Listen, it back to Riverdale, Sprouse twins. I was never, I was never a Disney like. She wasn't a Disney girly. <laughs> okay, now, Jane, here, here, here's what I'm going to say. I, there's one show from my childhood that I would like to have rebooted. You mentioned Nickelodeon. Mm-hmm. Are you ready? Yeah. Eureka's Castle. Yes! <laughs> that show definitely needs to get rebooted. <laughs> Mikey, you were not born yet. Uh, no, when I Eureka's sure was. Castle came out. Oh, I love uh, Eureka's, Eureka's Castle. Eureka's Castle was a um, puppets and stop motion um, yeah. of this character, Eureka, who had a castle and she had like a this this um dragon there was that bat person there was, it was uh-huh. a really cool show it was amazing. um i have the like mcdonald's little puppet things from when they i used to have the cup <laughs> yep 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 mm-hmm. um it's really mikey you're gonna have to watch it you love it um mm. <laughs> yes oh man that really this entire episode right was just it. this entire episode is just a throwback episode we're getting that that's the thing uh we're we're really going into the 90s as the reboot world well the 90s um, are back they, girl they are just keep the fashion away i mean no offense jane um just keep the fashion away <laughs> come on you that shirt is so nice yes and it's cute as shit you nasty nasty if you have it you girl do you want one? shirt <laughs> do you need do you need one mikey I kind of do. You nasty, yeah. mean, rude. Well, okay, Jane, where do we get it? We'll, we'll get one for Mikey. Buffalo Exchange men's t-shirt, okay. yo. Okay, so I can't get it for you then. Um, we'll just have to go to a thrift shop and go um, thrift shopping. Remember okay, back more <laughs> Oh, man. This is an this... unhinged episode, isn't it? Well, after Drag Race last night, we got to be a little deranged. <laughs> Listeners, I haven't... just get ready for this recap. Just get ready. I oh boy, I'm gonna be already. Sure. I didn't even watch Drag Race. I watched something equally as deranged, though. So, <laughs> so we're all off the rails. All right, what are we looking forward to next week, Jane? Cocaine Bear. Oh boy, uh, Mikey. Um, I am continuing my journey through the Oscar movies. In fact, this weekend I'm trying to plug out as many as I can. I have only ten left of like what I consider the all the like technical categories, best picture. And then I have 14 left from the like shorts, the documentaries, the international films that I still need to watch. So I'm going to try and pound out all of the, like the other categories today so that I can just focus because with the international ones, you got to like pay attention and it's like a journey and like. Wait, where do you watch the Oscar shorts? A lot of them are on YouTube this year. Oh, okay. I'm still, I'm missing like half of the live action shorts, one of the documentary shorts and two of the animation shorts. And one of the animation shorts is on Apple TV plus. I just don't have Apple TV plus. So it, it's pretty easy this year to watch all of them. It's just the, um, I'll send, there's a link I have Jane that is shows where each one is and which one's released and who's streaming it. I can send that in the group so that you can access that because they're, they're quick and easy to watch. Netflix has a ton. Cool. But I'm also I'm, seeing Ant-Man on Monday and I'm going to, I'm going to see Ant-Man. I can't wait. Jeez, I'm also going to a 24 hour play fest on the weekend, Saturday. Very fun. Very fun. Um, yeah. I'm, 
my, I'm excited for Ant Man and the Wasp Quantum Radio um, because it's setting up the new world. It's setting up all the drama that's coming out through Cycle Five. So I'm excited. Um, where can we find you on social media and Venmo, Mikey? Um, I'm on social media at Mikey Nichols Pate. New project that I'm launching. Um, we have now broken off, my friend and I, into our own spinoff show, much like how Riverdale had a spinoff. We now have a spinoff for just the entertainment. Um, it is called No, comma, Not Them, um, because his name being Chris Brown, but he's not rapper Chris Brown. My name being Mike Nichols, but I'm not EGOT winner Mike Nichols. So we're, no, we're not them. Um, where we talk about once a month, we'll talk about pop culture topics. We'll do a big Oscar, like probably four hour Oscar breakdown of the movies we watch. Cause we're watching every single one of them. We, we break it into two parts. I saw that face, Michael. I agree. Scary, but we break it into two parts. So it's two easy listening moments. Um, but it's a cool project that we're doing. I was already kind of doing it every month with him and doing a lot of Broadway reviews with him. And so like, it's just fun to have our own little spinoff moment. Hopefully we last longer than one season because Katie Keene lasted exactly one season and that was the Riverdale spinoff. So we'll see. Listen in. Jane. Uh, you can follow me on Instagram at pick up your mess. Will she follow you back right now? Probably not because she's on a social media hiatus. Good for her. <laughs> well, this was fun. Until next time. Bye. Bye.